Okay, well, if you thought you had a chance to get back with me, like now you have zero chance, so. I met a guy whose profile pictures were so hot and then he was 50 pounds heavier in person. Multiple dates in one day. Yeah, I think I would be annoyed. I'd be like, give me my day. Like, yeah. Let me have my day at Like least. I'm not even good enough. I had someone ask if they wanted, like if I could sell them my shoes. Whoa. <laughs> As a man, like don't do that. I think that's when you ask yourself, like does your game need that type of help? Hey everyone, it's your host Richie Burke and welcome back to Milwaukee Uncut Dating in Milwaukee Edition produced by Storymark Studios and in partnership with On Milwaukee. You've got questions, we've got answers. You've submitted some crazy stories and we'll be covering them today. Luckily for you, I'm not the only one on this episode. I'm joined by Danica Holt, former Miss Wisconsin USA back in 2019, as well as Grace Scalzo to help dissect these questions as best we can and bring as much value to you, the listeners. Before diving in, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Central Standard Distillery and Kessler's Diamonds. If you're looking to work up some liquid courage while implementing some of the tactics we'll be discussing on this episode, I highly, highly recommend using Central Standard Spirits to find your PAL, perfect alcohol level. Personally, I'd recommend a Door County Cherry Vodka and Soda or Electrolytes, which helps increase your confidence without weighing you down. Kessler's Diamonds is also back as a sponsor for Dating in Milwaukee. Diamond Joe Gerke himself dropped by the studio yesterday to drop off some penance. And on a serious note, if you're a clueless guy like me when it comes to buying jewelry and you're looking for a gift to wow your significant other, the people at Kessler's do a phenomenal job. I've, I've been there and bought stuff there several times and they do a really good job. Also, I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone for all the recent support. We made it back on the U.S. Apple charts, which is great for a local show after the Charlie and Milverine episodes. And to keep the momentum going, please subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple if you haven't already and share these episodes. That means the world to us and helps us continue to climb and get more ears on this Milwaukee content. All right, let's dive in to dating in Milwaukee. Let's start off with this. This was a, Grace, I believe someone sent this to you, but I feel like this is a common issue with, with especially meeting people on dating apps. I met a guy whose profile pictures were so hot and then he was 50 pounds heavier in person. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have, you, have, you, have you both ran into that issue before? I worry about being that person. Like I really hope my social media is depictive of what I look like in person. Um, but I don't think 50, 50 pounds is a lot. So yeah. first of all, like you said, though, single looking for help. Uh, thank you for having me again. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, 50 pounds is a lot. So no, I personally You're haven't. here to give a young single perspective. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like... For, for those who... I didn't really properly introduce you guys <laughs> anyway. So Dan Danica was Miss Wisconsin USA in 2018? 19. 19? 2019. Um, now with Capture Sports Marketing. Yep. You, you were doing some Bucks sideline yep. stuff as well last year. Um, Grace, you're on the Bucks Marquette sidelines. Yep. Loving life. Uh, er, early 20s, single. Yes. <laughs> Ready to mingle. <laughs> Ready to mingle and nice enough to come on the show, show today. So so anyway, going going back, um, yeah, you meet, you meet up with someone who doesn't really reflect their, their appearance. Yeah, I can't say I personally have had that experience, but I feel like with dating online so much these days, like you have to be careful. I mean, it's like a... It, that's almost like a catfish. 50 pounds is a <laughs> That is, that is I mean, big difference. I, I mean, I've heard it's pretty common. I ran Really? It, yeah. G guys guys meeting with girls who... So this oh. would be kind of a reverse situation who mm -hmm. are very good at getting the right angles. In well, their I was going to say pictures. filters and like Facetune and all those things. Angles and they are... Um, yeah. Not necessarily what they look like in their photos. So true. I didn't run into that that much um, when I was single. Maybe de definitely a couple times though. You know, yeah. you show up and you're at the bar waiting for someone, and they walk in, and you you're like you, you don't really recognize yeah. them, and then they yeah hey how's it? and you're like oh you know yeah I feel like that's a message for everyone just to like keep it real online. Like people want to see what you <clears throat> look like online. Like what is, like I just don't understand the point of like filtering everything like right. you are who you are like own it and embrace it 
Yeah. And this girl said for the record that it did not work out. So by lying, you know, he kind of shot himself in the foot. Um, so make sure your pictures are representative. <laughs> it's it's not a very good way to start off a relationship no. with a lie either. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> kind of like getting off on the wrong foot. But I think uh, it, it's kind of like a guy who is probably, it's like Chris Stegman, former president of the <laughs> Journal Sentinel, saying he's, 510 <laughs> on his profile and in reality he's like 55 and then he shows up and it's just a little disingenuous. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Height like, is such a thing too today. Height every every girl I know is like they have to be at least 6 foot. Like That's so hard for guys. Yeah. I feel bad for them. Which is a pretty small percentage of the population. Will right? you see will you see those um things where women are looking for someone who's over 6 feet, makes six figures and uh you know, maybe, maybe in a certain level of shape. And it's like, yeah. Has le it's less than 1% of the population. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I feel like that's the other thing with social media and dating is like there, there's always this assumption too, that like there's something else out there. Right. So like, even if you start dating someone, it's, it's like, well, is it the best? Like, could I have better? Because you're constantly like seeing mm -hmm. new people online. And I feel like that's really hard. And like not fair and it makes people not be content or happy in relationships too i think because they're always like is there something better out there I, yeah i'd love to blame my unsuccessful dating life currently on that because whenever i find myself talking to a new man or guy i feel like i'm like what spot am i on the roster am i like six deep am i on the bench am i a starting point guard like where am i in your lineup because oh <laughs> i don't have the time to try to earn my minutes right now so that's, <laughs> that's a good way to put it <laughs> grace going off that if you're if you're on a date with someone for the first time do you just assume they're seeing other people until told otherwise, yes, because I want to prep myself for the worst, I guess. But um, I would, I would hope not after the date. When, when do you, when do you feel the right time to bring that up? Is, um, I think that depends on their personality. If they're showing a lot of interest, and I don't want to waste either of our time on the first date, I might be like, so like talking to anybody else, or I don't know. Maybe that's too soon. I guess that would be good for feedback, but. Um, if not the first, pretty early on. Cause again, I don't want to waste their time. Yeah. Even when, like when I was dating, I would always assume people were dating other people. And I think it was honestly just like a defense mechanism as to like not get my heart broken or like feel bad if yeah. I did find out. So I was always like on the defense, which probably wasn't a great thing. But <laughs> I, th I think that's fair though. Cause in a lot of cases they, they are, yeah. especially if you're meeting them online and they're right. an attractive person, probably whether it's guys or yeah. Or girls. Or even if you meet someone at a bar. Right. And like you have no idea, like you don't have any mutual friends, like you don't know their backstory. Like they could literally be dating someone because that, that's just, people can be like crappy like that. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. So I feel like being on the defense or just being like having that assumption is okay. Yeah. Well, this, this, this will segue into a very good fitting story. I had this submitted. So quote, uh, one time I had just moved to Milwaukee and went on three hinge dates in one day. I ended up at the harp with date three and date one was also there. Date three's friends kept telling me that date one was hotter than <laughs> date three. Well, they were good sports, so that's good. <laughs> well, I think date three needs to find some new friends. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the main takeaway. Oh my god! Um, Disclaimer: This was not me. Um, <laughs> as the single one, I want to put that out there. Um, You've not been on three dates in one day. Uh, no, and that sounds exhausting. Yeah, that is exhausting. I have to like, yeah, let it sit, think about what just happened. Um, but shout out to this person, like, really got it all in. Good for you. Yeah, like, what was that breakfast, this lunch, is, and dinner? This is a girl day? who submitted this. What? Like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Must day? have like, been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine doing that. That seems like so much energy you, you have to like give to each of those people. But she had just moved to Milwaukee. <clears throat> Maybe it was needed like something friendship. to do. Was looking looking <laughs> to meet people. Well, yeah, I know a friend that also submitted something to me that said she went to get drinks from a bartender and then went on a second date with a different person after the drinks. Like, was feeling good, ready oh. for the second date. I'm just like, is this a new wave that I need to hop on because? I don't know. I have, I'm not familiar with it, but um, she said it was good. So 
Maybe people can do this. Would either of you be pissed if you were date number th- two or three on the day? <laughs> would that be would that be as long a major as I was last flag? because like best for last, but no. <laughs> no, <laughs> if someone else was dating multiple like first of all, just multiple people in general and not my thing. Yeah. But also like multiple dates in one day. Yeah, I think I would be annoyed. <laughs> I'd be like, give me my day. Like yeah. let me have my day. Like I'm not even good <laughs> enough to like just be your number one date today. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it for either side. Date three, his friends kept telling me date one was hotter <laughs> to, to not go with their friend. <laughs> yeah, find new friends. Oh, uh, and um, first date places. What what's an ideal first date look like? Would you prefer something chill versus something more of an experience? I feel like something chill and something that can be short or long, because for both parties, like. If you need to get out of that day and you're like, I'm not feeling this, you can like coffee, I think is great because it's either like you can have a long conversation and you can take it for a walk or you could take it to like a drink next. Or if you're like not into it, you can be like, great, it was great seeing you. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm done with my coffee now. (laughs) I definitely agree with that, especially if you don't know them. But I've had interactions with people that I'm like re-meeting for the second time. And one of my favorite dates actually was when this guy that I kind of already knew took me on a helicopter um, and we oh. did like the skyline tour of Milwaukee. So that's staying in Milwaukee. Um, and that was our Damn. first date. That's cute. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great day. You, 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 did, you did already know him though. I did. Would you have been hesitant to get in a helicopter with a random guy for the thousand first percent, time? 1,000%. 1,000%. I would have been intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, a little scary. I always just did drinks because as you were yeah. saying like it can last a half hour it could last the whole night you yeah. can go to different bars after that if it's going well or you could cut it off or if your friends are out as well you mm-hmm. can bring her and meet up with them and just mm-hmm. make a night of it so i feel yeah. like casual is key and i also feel like you hear about that a lot now and like it's crazy because i feel like a lot of it actually has to do with like inflation and like young people dating is that they want to do like less expensive dates and like, I feel like that plays well, a huge part in it, too. Like, you don't want to invest so much on a first date if you don't know if it's going to work out. Well, don't girls feel awkward, too, if a guy, like, takes them to a dinner and spends, like, hundreds of dollars and you're not into yeah. him I would all? feel uncomfortable. And I would feel bad, like, if I that was going to be, like, it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel guilty if I didn't at least offer. And then especially I feel worse if I don't like them. Yeah. If I like them, at least I'm like, I can get them back some later point. But if I don't like you and then you paid for dinner, I feel pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Going on that, do you think the bill should be split on the first date? What are your views on that? No, never. The guy should always pay. <laughs> I love that. I kind of wish that was me, but I almost feel like I'm going to offer. I just, I don't know if that's like, no. I don't know. No, you don't <laughs> offer. No, that's a do man's you, do job. You, I, I, I <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing to offer because it's kind of like a test. Because I yeah. think the, I think the guy should always pay as well. Yeah. And then if he if right. he actually splits Fine. the tab, then it's kind of a, a downstrike on yes. him. I this is random story, but I had this happen. Like someone I dated in high school, we broke up. Whatever came back around, and we were like, I thought we were just kind of like. He, I feel like he wanted to like see if he could rekindle something, so we went on like a date for dinner. And then at the end of dinner, he looked at me and he's like, you want to split the check? And I was like, okay, well, if you thought you had a chance to get back with me, like now you have zero chance. <laughs> so like that was a really bad move. But yeah. I don't, that's my opinion. Any, any worse date stories? Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> the stage is yours. <laughs> it was going on a date. We like had met up at a certain place. So it was like mini bowling. If you've ever been mini bowling. Yeah. And, um, it just was like, I wanted it to like work and like, I could tell from the very first date, like this was not going to like be a thing, but we continued to like go on a few dates after this. But anyway, so we're going mini bowling. I was, I got there early. I like took a shot with the bartender cause I was a little nervous <laughs> and I was like, I just need like a little like courage I, I here. Was, I'm, I'm a big pregame, the first date kind of guy. Yeah. Just like a little something like, especially like I didn't, I haven't met him in person. Yeah. I don't know. So we like start bowling and he is, was like, he was an athlete and we were like having pizza, bowling, having a couple of beers, whatever. It was fun. And 
it was just the mini bowling is really easy. Like it's pretty easy to get a strike every time. And like, that's what was happening to me. And he was awful at it. And he was literally getting like actually mad. <laughs> he was like pissed off that he was losing. And I'm like, this is so unattractive. Like also you should always just let the girl win first. And like, I love a little competition, like maybe later on in, the, in like the dating process. But I'm also like, this is so embarrassing. Like you're butt hurt right now because you're losing in mini bowling. Like yeah. that is so embarrassing. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably not a good sign of things to things to come. No. When you when you uh, encounter real issues in the relationship, which you're <laughs> yes. bound to do at some point in time if you can't right. take mini bowling very well. It's not a not a good sign. Was that the end of him or? No, we did go on a oh, few more no. dates. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe he was having a he bad was, day. He was an athlete. Yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe he's having a bad day. Like, we'll just give it another chance. And okay. no, there's like literally nothing that we aligned on besides like two things. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. No, it's all, it's all good, though. I feel like um, no like specific date, but just my piece of advice would be we've talked about this, but the one of my um, people that I was talking to, I guess, would always tell me how lucky he felt because I could be talking to A, B, C, or D. And as a man, like, don't do that. Please don't remind the girl of, even if you think there's like a league difference, I don't think that that's the case ever. Like, I'm not going into it thinking, oh, I'm out of his league. He should feel lucky. Like, absolutely not. Um, but if you say that you think that I could be talking to A, B, C, or D, now I'm thinking about yeah. A, B, C, and D. Like, <laughs> so just don't do that. <laughs> I also feel like it, and I mean, it's kind of like a mind game, but I also feel like it makes him seem like less confident in yes. his, himself, yeah. which is sort of not as attractive in a guy. Yeah. Yeah. If she thinks she's out of your league, don't let her know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> she's with you for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. She, she doesn't feel that way, which, yeah. is, which is a good thing. So. Right. Yeah. Ben Anderson from Collier's, who's Collier's International, just rising realist commercial real estate star in the area is wondering is upstairs at joe cats still the best place to meet attractive women if not <laughs> where is the best place to meet attractive women ben anderson <laughs> well ben i used to frequent upstairs at joe cats so i like to say that it would be a good spot <laughs> <laughs> i agree with you danica i was a big fan of joe cats <laughs> and the upstairs was always fun like they always had the best music grace where do you go to where ben. you and your friends go? Yeah, I can't. For ben Anderson. I can't relate, Ben. Uh, I'm so sorry. I feel like my friends frequent Water Street. This is because mm. I'm still kind of attached to Marquette, probably, and just the age group that I'm in. But um, I'm also I want to disclaimer this whole thing and say that I am typically the girl that you'd meet at a coffee shop or a gym, or maybe even church. So I'm so sorry if this isn't helpful for you. Ben Anderson is wondering where all the talent in Milwaukee is. <laughs> Okay, I would say maybe Harp. That's my place. That's where I would go. I feel like that's a popular spot. And I feel like you get a wide variety of ages there too. And then he can stroll over to Trinity if he strikes out at the Harp. And there's yeah. a wide range over there. Yeah, I feel like that. And I feel and, like... And ben, ben can dance a little too. That's he's perfect. Got, he's okay, got some ben. charisma. He can... I feel like those are both he, good dancing he can, places. He can tear up the bar scene. What about red, white, and blue for Ben? I think he's in his early <laughs> 30s, but has a decent hairline, and it's kind of dark in there. And very act, can act very young for his age. He's got that gear. Because ben... when Bree and I accidentally went in there um, <laughs> a few months ago for like a drink, the, so it was pretty good talent at red, white, and blue if ben, Ben's out there looking. If Ben's a cougar? By all means, Ben, go ahead and head to red, white, and blue at your earliest convenience. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what's the male version of a cougar? I don't know. I think it was cougar, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe panther. so. If you're a male, a panther, we'll go with panther. <laughs> okay. Ben Anderson, red, panther. white, and blue panther. <laughs> um, and I mean, imagine the amount of shots Ben Anderson can buy at red, white, and blue for everyone. They're like <laughs> for the whole whole place. Yeah, yeah. He could just own own it. Hey, what did you say they had before like lingerie night or like they have some very interesting nights yes and i just know this from friends ben will, will not see me there but um i wish him well and yes i, I hear there's a lingerie night <laughs> all right joe cats harp <laughs> no trinity red white and blue i feel like that's a solid that's a good lineup yeah all, all really standing the test of time yeah. as well i mean those have been relevant for 
I mean, red, white, and blue is relatively new. It was Buckheads back in the day. Yeah. Same ownership group. Uh, shout out to uh, Jake Daney, Daney, I believe. Hmm. He let me. Um, I was I was also there um, like two years ago. Uh, one of my friends from Boston, Joe Stanton, was was new to town, so I had to show him around, and we went out, and um, Jake let us skip the line and then gave us a free tequila shot at red, white, and blue. Nice. So just not only is there talent there for Ben Anderson, there's a great ownership group at red, white, and blue that takes care of people. Have you guys been to the new brothers, like with the two-story? Yes. Like, is, that, like, is that a good place? Yes. I feel like that, brothers. that was fun with like for me when I was young, like good dancing, good music. Yeah, that's where I went on my birthday, actually, my last birthday. Um, so maybe add brothers to the list. Add brothers, yeah. Yeah, just hop, hop all around there. You got yeah. options. All right, those I think we gave Ben Ben Anderson Collier's everything he needs to know. <laughs> hey everyone, I typically use this mid-roll ad to talk about our sponsors, Central Standard and Kessler's Diamonds, but for this episode I'm gonna use this time to promote some eligible bachelors in the city of Milwaukee. First we've got Donnie Haight, recently back in the game, has a nice McMansion up in Mequon, early 30s, 2023, triple I club champion punches above his weight in many areas of life and is just a salt of the earth kind of guy donnie hate look him up second not not on social media so I, I do not have a handle for him second we've got daniel slade who is active on social media this guy is the owner of several great clips salons and the founder of the great clips tiki bar at bradford beach he's an absolute one-man wrecking crew at f45 and on the weekend, you can find him wearing a cowboy hat on Brady Street, Water Street, Pfizer Forum, the guys everywhere. This is Daniel Slade, Instagram handle AI underscore cowboy underscore MKE. And last but definitely not least, standing at about six foot seven, we've got Justin Bushweiler, better known as Bush Vegas. 6'6", works in finance, enjoys traveling, was a slightly above average basketball player back in the day. And not, not, there's not really a better guy to get a drink with, to get some central standard spirits with than Bush Vegas himself. Instagram handle is butch slash Weiler or butch underscore Weiler on Instagram. And if you'd like to submit any eligible bachelors or bachelorettes for dating in Milwaukee round two, We'd love to cover them as well as any stories or questions. Just message us on Instagram, Milwaukee Uncut on Instagram. Link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. Next question going off that best and worst ways to approach women. Mm. We'll, go, we'll, we'll, stick, we'll stick to the bars for this. Yeah. I feel like buying someone a drink is always a nice thing. Hey, like, what are you drinking? Let me get you something. That's a great, like, slide into a conversation. Yeah, I agree. Maybe a compliment. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. I feel like this is so random. Do you, do you guys like, like, if a guy you weren't attracted to comes up to you and does that, is that, you know, kind of, a, no, because... <laughs> They're doing or, or do, you, do you just try and do you, you know do you flash the eyes of people you want to actually come up to you and yes. then you want them to come I think up and I'd buy be you like, a drink? I think I'm, my drink's full, but thank you. I would be. I would try to be nice. So maybe it. wait for for a little eye contact and then yeah. go up. Yeah. And then, well, I don't know if you remember this, Danica. If this was one, on one of your episodes, but um, the Wolf of Milwaukee. Oh yeah, Matt Mahalik, who. <laughs> God rest his soul. I think he. I think he's still alive. I think he's on the <laughs> West Coast, so that, that may not have been appropriate. We just haven't heard from the guy in so long. But um, his whole thing was, yeah, you got to have a good time, and you you just buy drinks for the entire group, mm -hmm. and if they don't want them, you have five drinks for yourself. Uh, Wolf of Milwaukee. That's fair. That's very fair. I also feel he's like just bringing the party. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, he was a Mikey's Mikey's bomb night, which isn't around anymore, and he'd literally oh, yeah. just buy trays of bombs and walk around like a waiter and just make sure everyone was having a good time. That's a great way to make friends. Which Ben could do at Red, White, and Blue for probably like fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like another thing to say to women, at, like at a bar or something, would be like complimenting like something really specific and like 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 a really small detail of mm -hmm. something. Like, this is like so ridiculous, but when I, like. 
back in like early college, I feel like when we would go out, like highlighter, like on your cheeks was just like starting to be like yeah. a thing. And I remember like someone was like, I, I love your highlighter on your face. And I was like, oh, wow, thank you. <laughs> Bet you notice. But like, I don't know, just like something like little. Like, yeah, and you remember it. So I love I've your necklace to- or like, I don't know, just something small and detailed. I think a lot of guys overthink it too. Yeah. And then try and come up with something creative and just sound like an idiot. Yeah. Just something like genuine Like you could even go up and ask how their night's going and introduce the yeah. yourself if, if you're kind of signaling them over there. For sure. And that can work. Yeah. Oh, this, this is a great one for guys like David Crete, who will bring up Chris Stegman. Some God. How do you feel about age difference? Daniel Slade, too. Shout out to the cowboy of Milwaukee. Um, how do you feel about age difference? I feel it's acceptable for men to date younger women. What's an acceptable age gap? Yeah, I do feel like that's acceptable. I've always in, like preferred older men, mostly because of their maturity level is a little bit more in line with women where I was. Women do mature much faster than men. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I would... <clears throat> might be like my extent of age but like i could see like 12 year age difference how would be old like are you danica 27 and you are married so you would date up to 40 ish yeah i probably would yeah but i feel like it changes like if i was 21 like dating someone in their early 30s seems like a yeah. bigger gap even you know even if it's the same amount of time it's just like where you are in life okay as someone in their early 20s i would like to say that I agree first with 12, but I think I would be open to the, th- like, it doesn't seem like that wild to me because I would consider myself like an old soul. You're not going to find me at <laughs> red, white, and blue. I'm sorry, yeah. Ben, if that's what uh, you're looking for. That's what but you gonna- might find her at the harp. <laughs> Maybe on a rare night, but more so like, um, yeah, that's why the age gap isn't that big of a deal to me because I think it just depends like what you're looking for. But um, yeah, I would say age gap, age is just a number. There was a good, um, you guys familiar with the guideline half your age plus seven? I think oh. it was. Hmm. Interesting. No. No. Not familiar. Because if you, <laughs> I think that's how, so that would mean a. And then like that's. It, that would mean like if you're 27, like 13, 40, 40 would be oh. the gap because 40 divided by two plus seven would be 27. Hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's fair. And that's like 12, 13 years. Like, I think yeah. that's a good. So if Chris Stegman is 50, 32 would be appropriate for a 50-year-old. I guess. Yeah. A little younger than that, maybe not yeah. not yeah. so much. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to do it. Subjective. <laughs> All right. Not not a bad guideline for people out there though. Uh, okay, going back on age, <laughs> how how old is too old to be going to Joe Cats? Uh, Grace, like if you saw <laughs> so, if you saw a fifty year old in in Joe Katz, who do you think? I'm like, who know, brought their dad? No, I'm joking. A little creepy, or or <laughs> if you totally saw joking. a thirty five year old in red, white, and blue. Ooh. There's a right and wrong answer to this question. <laughs> there is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be like you know. They're not going to turn anybody away. So you do what you think is best. Uh, if I saw you there, though, I might be it might be one of these. I might be looking down, looking away, but. It's up to you. <laughs> I feel like day drinking becomes more popular the older you get. So I feel like then that's okay yep. if you're out and about day drinking. Sounds good. Um, how important is income and wealth? I think I think there's two things to this that I personally believe is if you're actively seeking someone that has a lot of wealth, I don't think that that's the right way to go about things, but I think it's important. And I think a lot of women would agree that you meet someone and you're attracted to them for their personality, like commonalities, interests. And then like, if you find out they're financially stable or that they aren't like my biggest thing is like ambition and drive. So say you're like 25 and you're out of college and your first job you're probably not going to have like a super stable career yet. But if you have like if if he's portraying the vision and like the potential and he has like aspirational goals in his, his career, like that's important to me. But I also think like if you're older, it's, it is important to have someone who is like 
financially stable or along that track because a woman wants to be protected. They want stability and they want to be cared for and they want to be cared for physically, mentally, emotionally, and they want to be, they want to know that you could help take care of like a family someday. I would say I agree in that it's important um, in the way that like, how do you define wealth? Uh, if it's who you surround yourself with, um, maybe how successful you are too, but I feel like the older you get, wealth is a sign of having your shit together. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's allowed to be said. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, I, I usually yeah. average like 1.5 F-bombs per episode okay. on the podcast okay. so you can say shit We're if safe. you would like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's important, but more so the mindset over everything. Like if you are driving and trying to get to somewhere, then we support that. <laughs> I think so. But I do think it's important. Like in there, some there was some study where like women found a guy who made a lot of money but then kind of went broke for a period more attractive than someone who was just like given a bunch of money or inherited yeah. it hmm. and i thought that was interesting but i think like generally speaking guys are like oh if i make a bunch of money i'll get women but i think women are attracted to usually if you make a lot of money like you have to have some charisma mm -hmm. and, inte totally. and intelligence and yes, sure. good at networking and good yes. with people and good skills. So I think money is more of a kind of a, a signal of having good traits that women find attractive. They mm -hmm. just don't find the amount of money attractive. But going off your point, especially when you get a little older, you're thinking of family, having a family like, yeah. do you have a, at least a baseline of resources with, with mm -hmm. these other traits and mm -hmm potential of signs you're showing yeah and like are you financially responsible like yeah. are you going out and you know buying stupid stuff and like living above your means or are you like saving are you investing like that's sexy to me I'm like oh that's interesting because I don't really know like I don't care to know a lot about that stuff but like I appreciate someone who does know a lot about that stuff and cares enough to like set up a future mm -hmm. yeah intelligence is the sexiest thing my opinion <laughs> I like that. Going off of that, um, so kind kind of going off the material things that you mentioned. So Joe Vilmo, the Muffin Man, was wondering <laughs> how big of a flex is owning a market hall, having access <laughs> to a boat, and a social membership—not a golf membership, but a social membership at the Wisconsin Club. How can I play these benefits up? while still being humble and not looking arrogant. Like this makes me laugh. Like just the question in general is hilarious to me because I feel like if you're using- He didn't even mention <laughs> that he's a best-selling author of the book, oh. Empower Me, and has the Empower <laughs> Me Foundation. So, I mean, he's he's signaling a little bit of humbleness. Yeah, super humble. I feel like- And he has a large truck that he oh. delivers bread in oh, um, as yeah. a Pepperidge Farm distributor. So a lot, a lot going on. I just feel like if you think those are your flexes, that you probably need to reevaluate some things. He has, in your a, life. he has a social membership at the Wisconsin oh, Club, Danica. Yeah. I mean, Grace, what if someone walked up to you at the Harp or a coffee shop and you were talking to them and then you learned that they had a social membership at Wisconsin Club with that? I mean, I think it's speak when spoken to. Like, are you leading with, hi, I'm whoever and I have this, 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 and this? Like, <laughs> That's not humble. That is goodbye. Good try. I appreciate you. Um, but if it comes up in conversation and you have it, it's a fact. It's not flexing. It's you saying, I do this. If asked, what do you do? Like, that's fine. Yeah. So maybe not <laughs> leading with it, but yeah. I, I, yeah. I go out on a boat in the summer. If you ever want to come, I, I, go, like. I, go, I go to the umbrella bar at the Wisconsin Club if you'd yeah. like to come there. You know, his, yeah. his big umbrella bar. Take him on a I date think. there, but I feel like. Don't lead with that ever because it's right. not super Joe Vilmo, there's some some good advice for for you. Um, Matthew Holbrook has a very pressing question. What are your views <laughs> on men using tanning beds in the winter season to stay looking good? <laughs> Interesting <laughs> question coming from a, a married guy, but I know he likes going on tropical vacations and still still looking good and being a, a man about town. So I, I, I appreciate him submitting this question for on the dating advice episode. Danica, you're married. I'll let you take the lead and then I'll follow. I know that <laughs> our opinions are probably different, Richie, but I definitely think that it's okay for a guy to do that. Like I would rather them go tanning a few times 
and like not get burnt and be miserable on vacation. And I mean, but you just don't want to look like, especially for a guy, you don't want to look like fake tan, like in the middle of winter, like that would be a red flag. I think it's similar with women too. Like if women go get Botox and they really like it and it makes them feel great and that guy wants, same thing with the guy going into tanning bed. Just don't make it to the point where like you are more tan than me or like yes. you look orange, like it's time to stop. But <laughs> And we live in Wisconsin, you have to remember. So like I feel like seasonal depression is a real thing. I feel like whether it's fake light or whatever, like I feel like you get a little feel good from it and you don't want to look ghostly out there. All right, Holbrook, you are clear to go to <laughs> L.A. tanning or what? What's what's what are the tanning beds around? Is that know. a place? Uh not yeah, so sure. I don't know. Got lucky with the Italian skin tone here, so I'm not so Planet sure. Fitness and standing beds. <laughs> he's a he's he's a big MAC guy. I don't know if he'd stoop down to Planet Fitness, but uh, <laughs> I don't know not, where you not that tanning. there's anything wrong with Planet Fitness. Tan are you? Um, no. Also, on a serious note, I'd like to thank Holbrook. He donated. I don't know if you guys saw the auction that I did yeah. last week for the United Way, where Joe Stanton and I raised thirty five hundred dollars in. A lot of that happened because someone bid $60 on the calves and abs workout experience mm. at the Mac with Matthew Holbrook. So just, nice. he made a nice dent in that <laughs> and just a good guy. So Holbrook, we are wishing you and your family and your two beautiful daughters a wonderful holiday season. Yes, we did a little Facebook socket too and your family is so adorable. Picture perfect, in fact. <laughs> question really ended up backfiring on me. <laughs> Next question. Is it a red flag if your girlfriend is still posting thirst traps on Instagram stories, including bathroom and gym selfies? Oh, I feel like two ways about this question, sort of. Let's hear. I feel like yes and no. Like if you're posting pretty like scandalous, obviously looking for attention type of picture, like not okay. But that's what, I, that's what we're referring to. Yeah, but right. like if it's like a like I just like hit a really good workout today and it's like just like a like a cute like gym selfie in the mirror, I feel like that's okay cuz like you feel good about yourself. Maybe you're like someone else sees it and they're like I want to go to the gym today. Um is there not a problem with like feeling good, but I feel like if you're actively seeking attention, so maybe it's the intention behind it that's the problem. And the frequency? Yeah, yeah. Like that not should not be every post. Frequency for sure, I would say, because if I was someone's girlfriend and I'm not making money off thirst traps, there's really no need for me to be out here looking thirsty. I don't know. If Wait, you're, you're talking like OnlyFans? If, no, like if you're paid on Instagram for like... <laughs> Could like, be on the next uh, episode. We have enough material oh for Oh, gosh. <laughs> if you have like a Gymshark sponsorship or whatever, some oh, sort of sure. brand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then go ahead. <laughs> Let's move on to David Crete, just a, a, oh. a s single guy. Very, uh, I think, you know, basically runs the MAC Crete Trucking. How would you explain why a good-looking, successful business professional can't keep a girlfriend <laughs> or where he should look for one? Traditional dating apps don't seem like a great place for him to look. This was submitted by a third party, but David Crete has been a topic on past episodes, and we love the guy. Any thoughts on David Crete? Danica, you know David Crete. I do know David. He's a sweetie. He's super charismatic, and I think that, I don't know. I feel and successful, yeah. young at heart. Absolutely. I feel like maybe he's got really high standards, and I feel like sometimes it can be hard do you think he could women. have gone through the whole city of Milwaukee's dating pool in his maybe 20 years of singleness? Yeah. Um, and it, the, the well is kind of dried up a little bit for him. Like he waited a little too long, maybe. Whoa. <sighs> never just say on never. the back half of life over here, <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I think he's... Maybe this podcast will help him. Yeah. Like, I, he's probably Milwaukee's most way. eligible bachelor. Like he I might agree. be. Um, he's got a lot going for him. Is he even on social media? I don't think so. Is that a green flag? I tried looking. Not on social media? <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a major green flag. I love that. I'm just trying to see where we can direct women to. I feel like if he is, I don't know him personally, but what you guys say he is, then I'm, I'm struggling to believe he's having so much trouble. You know? I feel... One would think, Grace. One would think... <laughs> 
But then he again, also, hey, I'm He single. also travels a lot, right? So like, I, I wonder feel- if he likes keeping his options open for the road. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> David? So I I found a um on Gmail right now. So I think we got David at creekgroup.com is the best that we're, <laughs> we're going to be able to do. <laughs> I won't give out his phone number, but I think his oh. business email is is good good enough. Since we can't give out any social media handles, which is kind of his fault, so David at k r i e t e group dot com. Any ladies out Poor there? Thing. There's a, there's a good catch available in Milwaukee, David I'm, Crete. Yeah, I'm interested on the fun follow-up. fun guy too. Just, yeah, just a good time. Fun. Always in a good mood, it seems. I feel like it's hard to figure out like where like where do you meet these people? He's probably not like frequenting the bar scene. He's got a lot of other things going on. So like where is it that he's he going to find? He might someone? not be meeting a lot of new new right. prospects. Maybe he needs to go back to the harp. Maybe, Maybe he needs to go back to Joe Cats. Maybe he needs to get get his hands dirty a little bit here. If I've, he figures out an, a route that's not the bar scene, he needs to let me know. So, David, I expect to follow up. Um, <laughs> I feel like he wants. Are we like, making a match here? Are you willing to go that high, Grace? <laughs> that is that is half your. That is not half that your is age not, plus seven. It is not half my age plus seven. That might be too high. Um, <laughs> you know, I think you're only about. F- how old are you? Twenty three, four, twenty two. What? Crete's got to be forty. Half his age plus seven's twenty seven. That's only f- five years. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like sometimes it sounds cliche, but like if you stop con- like constantly thinking and pursuing it, like that's when like the best things fall into place. But maybe he's so tried that. So he just that. needs to chill the chill out a little bit. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's get to let's get to some stories here. Pull this pull this up. was submitted got two two here um girl in town will not name her one guy had been sliding into my dms for months and i hung out with him a few times he moved out of milwaukee so it kind of fizzled out he started hitting me up again within the last three months and i never gave him the time of day he hit me up last week in my dms again and sent me a girl's profile one of my friends and said Hey, do you know this girl? Can you set me up with her? I mean, she's not you, but she looks like you, so I could be into her. Bold play. I never responded, and he hit my friend up anyway, and now she's obsessed with him. I feel like his first comment just seems super narcissistic, and I feel like just all of it is just bad. Yeah, that's so. That is a weird. It's a weird message to send. So weird. I would have just delete that whole chat and wish them well because that's not worth your time. I'm not a psychologist. I won't say that he is maybe narcissistic, but I would agree with Dan. <laughs> I mean, if David's narcissistic, I think that's what she she's uh, kind of done here. Obviously, she still knows what's going on from her friend, but seems like she's over it. So I feel like she, she dodged a bullet. And like, yeah, yeah, I think he dodged a bullet there. One, one more uh, bullet that she dodged. This one's pretty funny. <laughs> one time a guy took me on a date and at the end of the night pulled out a bunch of photo cards of Bucks players and asked if I could get them signed. I work with the teams in Wisconsin. Then, then asked if he could come up to my apartment. Oh my God. No. That's, that's a lot of asks at the end of, end of the night. Grace, you you're you're around the teams. You're around you're around a lot of yeah, athletes. I'm around a lot of athletes, and if anybody ever, if a guy you were dating wanted some autographs, that wouldn't that would not be a turn. Let me on stop you. you right there, Richie. I would not be dating any guy that wanted autographs from me. If you want an autograph, you can buy yourself a close seat to the court, hang a nice picture in front of them like the kids do, and <laughs> bring a sharpie. <laughs> bring a sharpie and ask yourself. What do so, people so do you, so, you, so you don't want to be dating an eight no. year old. No, I do not. Okay. No. I don't think David Crete would ask for any autographs. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I think he's got some nice seats, too. Yeah. Win-win. David Crete. (laughs) All right. What what do we got next? Um, Oh, oh man. This one. I have a golf trip. um, I have a major golf trip coming up. Major. In 
Florida in January, is there a good way, is there a right or wrong way to bring up getting a hall pass? Is he just dating, married, in a relationship? In a relationship. We... Yeah, I mean, I just think no. Like, <laughs> I don't even, I have nothing else to say besides no. Yeah, that could be probably a tough one to pull off. Grace, what are your views on a guy asking you for a hall pass for a major golf trip? I would say this, simply put, is why I'm single. Because like we talked about before, um, with the whole making your minutes count, not counting your minutes. I don't know. I feel like if I'm in a relationship with somebody, the focus is on each other. Uh, hall pass to me. <laughs> Not a thing. So no. sorry. I'm so Even sorry. Even if I didn't he's help you just out. trying to have a good time in Florida. Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> have a good time some other way. <laughs> All right. Sorry to break that news to you, anonymous question asker. Um, okay, Grace. Someone submitted this story to you. I'll, yes. I'll read what you texted me. Let me make sure I'm getting the the right one on on here. Okay. So. I'm 24, just learned the dating world. I had my age range on Hinge set 26 to 34. I matched with a really good looking 33 year old guy in the third ward. So we went on a date, we had some drinks and had consensual sex. It was fine. He hit me up in the coming weeks and being newly single, I just decided to do whatever. So after school, I went over to his apartment. I told him to buzz me in. And he said not to talk when I walked in, just come right up. Well, I got up the stairs and the current situation was him sprawled out in all gray, new balances and glasses, trying to get me to play a daddy daughter scene. (laughs) After that was one of our last times hanging out. Of course, we sat on the couch after and he told me how much women can't get over their exes. I have now lowered my age to 30. (laughs) Well, I probably couldn't get over my ex if I ran into that guy as oh well. Oh, my God. That is fucking crazy. Oh, my God. That never happened That's to you? A, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, I feel is like she okay? She's yeah. great. Honestly. <laughs> is she alive? Is she, she's she's alive? Of, like, she's amazing. She's one of the funniest people I know. This would happen to her. It's one of those people where, like, toughest battle for the strongest soldier. Like, she... Probably handled that so well. She's so funny. Um, but yeah, that what didn't work out. What do you say out. when you walk up to that? I c- it couldn't be me. So really, I would probably turn around and walk back out. I would have left as well. I would have uh, thought I was getting murdered. I would have called the police. What is going on? <laughs> oh my God, poor girl. This might be why I'm not on Hinge, but People hey, are crazy. People have success though. As many stories like that, there's also like, we met on Tinder, we're married. Oh, I thought, like, you, I thought you were saying ha- had success doing something like that. No. I was gonna say, <laughs> no. Yeah, people have had success on Hinge and Tinder and stuff yes. like that. Yeah, date, dating dating apps are great. Um, wow. Surprise role play on the second date without any saying don't talk. It just comes straight up is probably, oh. that is a, a bold and bizarre and probably a frightening move. So uncomfortable. <laughs> What are the biggest turnoffs of guys? Mm. I don't like guys that sleep in. It gives off lazy to me. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Richie, do you sleep in? <laughs> no, I'm looking elsewhere right now uh, to the person editing. The- That's sleeping in, right, Danica? Yeah. My sleeping in's till like seven. But our dog gets up really early. But yeah, I've like dated some guys that. Or like, um, or just like slow in general, like slow walkers, like slow talkers. I'm like, all right, let's get to the point here. <laughs> Those are like maybe my pet peeves. I don't know. Other turnoffs of guys. Um, I would agree with both of Danica's. I would also just say, if especially with people near my age, if you're looking for somebody to be your mom, Ooh, it's no. not going to be me. Like I can't, especially with the slow stuff, waking you up, whatever the case is, cooking Should've for you. Bree's looking at me right now. <laughs> I'll cook if we're in a relationship, a but yeah, no, <laughs> can't yeah. do it. So take care of yourself. Yes. Be a self-sufficient <laughs> human being. What a concept. <laughs> but don't be like, don't take care of yourself so much that you like have longer skincare routine than the girl or something like 
I don't like no, that. No, and I'm here for like if you need your back itched or like you need a good meal once in a while, but like I'm not here to clean your dishes every time and whatever. Yeah. 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 Be respectful. <laughs> Common sense. Um, Jonathan Haidt recently back in the game was wondering if um Bumble Premium is a good investment. Hmm. What is included in Bumble Premium? Um I believe I haven't been on the apps for quite a while, but I believe you get unlimited swipes. I think um, your profile gets prioritized up in the rankings, so you're you're more visible out there. Probably unlimited messaging capabilities. I mean, if guys are shooting a lot of shots, that's something you kind of need to need to worry about. So, it's just like such a marketing ploy. Like they just need to make more money in certain ways. It's like. No. Well, they're a business. Yeah. Well, I think that's when you ask yourself, like, does your game need that type of help? Like, like is he essentially paying <laughs> to meet someone? I was once a Tinder premium customer. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, the worst, the worst part was, I don't know if I've told you this, Bree, so this was like, I don't check my Apple statements at all, like yeah. my emails, and then I realized that I was paying for Tinder premium like two years after we... No. And then I canceled it. But that was kind of how we um, initially went on our first date. So even though I overpaid by like $250, it was a great investment in my life. So Donnie, hey, you should definitely invest in Bumble Premium. Maybe. All right. Final question we have here today. When dating, how do you know when it's official? Oh, this question kind of makes me irritated as someone that's single because it's so hard this goes back to like are you talking to other people because in the talking stage is that allowed then are you dating like do you have to ask me to be your girlfriend Mm -hmm. well how do i know you're going to take me serious when do i establish the respect so i'm basically re-asking the question but all that to say be upfront please like (laughs) yeah I feel like it feels like juvenile to me to have like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend conversation? But I also. Sometimes it's necessary though. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I was going to say like, I think you go to a point where you're like, okay, like we're not seeing anyone else, right? Yeah. Like, are we on the same page here? When do you think that's appropriate to, to like have that conversation? Grace, you said you'd, you'd mentioned that on the first date sometimes if things if things are going well. Like not not if you're boyfriend or girlfriend, but are you seeing like, no, are like, you seeing other people or do you want to continue to see other people like where you yeah, are right now? Yeah, that's how forward I am about it, I feel like, because what's the – I'm not going to just – that's just not me. Maybe some people are fine with that though. Like they're fine with having the mix of different th- options going on, but that's not me. So I'm just very upfront about it. I think guys should be very upfront about that too. Yeah. Like if you want to, if you're kind of in a having fun phase, you should just yeah, say tell that. I respect like, it. Like be for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then you can leave it to them if they want to continue it. And sometimes that evolves into more just naturally. But I, think I it's feel best like to just be upfront. Yeah. I feel like within a month you should bring it up. Like if you're having casual dates like one or tw- once or twice a week or something for a month and like that conversation hasn't happened, maybe bring it up then. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dating in Milwaukee, sponsored by Central Standard and Kessler's Diamonds. If you have any questions and stories to cover on Dating in Milwaukee Round 2, please message them to Milwaukee Uncut on Instagram so we can cover them. Milwaukee Uncut on Instagram. We got a lot of great content on there. It's linked in the show notes wherever you're listening. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, that would mean the world to us. Please share this episode. I I don't really know who couldn't benefit from today's content, so share it anyway. But also, write a review and subscribe on Apple if you have not already. That helps us out. And if you leave your Instagram handle at the end of your Apple review, we'll actually reach out and send you something to show our appreciation. Milwaukee Uncut is produced by Storymark Studios and in partnership with On Milwaukee.